Welcome to our daily portion with WIT Ministries. I'm Matt Russell, and I'm the director of WIT Ministries. And at Walking in Truth Ministries, we want to help people to be able to live a more God-centered, God-focused life and uh, in every aspect of their life. So the purpose for this podcast is for us to really strengthen our biblical discipline of reading the Bible. So I'm going to read a scripture every day where I'm going to share a nugget about that scripture. And then I'm going to say a little prayer at the end. And that will be the entirety of our episodes for this podcast. Uh, Please feel free to check us out at walkingintruthministries.org. Or you can also check out our other podcast, which is Living the Wit Life with Walking in Truth Ministries. I hope that this podcast blesses you as much as it blesses me. And uh, let's go ahead and get started with our daily portion. Are you concerned about what the future holds? Are you confident that the retirement plans that you have today will still be secure tomorrow? Let us help you by clearing up the uncertainty. This is Matt Russell, the director of WIT Ministries. Many of us at Walking in Truth Ministries are bivocational, working in our ministry as well as in the financial services industry at WinBig Financial Group. We help people to build a tax-free and risk-free retirement. Give me a call at 817-903-2575 to support our ministry and to secure your family's financial future. Again, Call today at 817-903-2575. Thank you and God bless. Hebrews 7, Melchizedek's priesthood like Christ. For this, Melchizedek, king of Salem, priest of the Most High God, who met Abraham as he was returning from the slaughter of the kings and blessed him, to whom also Abraham apportioned a tenth part of all the spoils, was first of all, by the translation of his name, king of righteousness, and then also king of Salem, which is king of peace. Without father, without mother, without genealogy, having neither beginning of days nor end of life, but made like the Son of God, he remains a priest perpetually. Now, observe how great this man was to whom Abraham, the patriarch, gave a tenth of the choicest spoils. And those indeed of the sons of Levi who received the priest's office have commandment in the law to collect a tenth from the people, that is, from their brethren, although these are descended from Abraham. But the one whose genealogy is not traced from them collected a tenth from Abraham and blessed the one who had the promises. But without any dispute, the lesser is blessed by the greater. In this case, mortal men receive tithes, but in that case, one receives them, of whom it is witnessed that he lives on. And so to speak, through Abraham, even Levi, who received tithes, paid tithes. For he was still in the loins of his father when Melchizedek met him. Now, if perfection was through the Levitical priesthood, for on the basis of it the people received the law, what further need was there for another priest to arise according to the order of Melchizedek, and not be designated according to the order of Aaron? For when the priesthood is changed, of necessity there takes place a change of law also. 
For the one concerning whom these things are spoken belongs to another tribe, from which no one has officiated at the altar. For it is evident that our Lord was descended from Judah, a tribe with reference to which Moses spoke nothing concerning priests. And this is clearer still. If another priest arises according to the likeness of Melchizedek, who has become such not on the basis of a law of physical requirement, but according to the power of an indestructible life. For it is attested of him, you are a priest forever, according to the order of Melchizedek. For on the one hand, there is a setting aside of a former commandment because of its weakness and uselessness, for the law made nothing perfect. And on the other hand, there is a bringing in of a better hope, through which we draw near to God, and inasmuch as it was not without an oath, for they indeed became priests without an oath. But he, with an oath, through the one who said to him, The Lord has sworn and will not change his mind. You are a priest forever. So much the more also Jesus has become the guarantee of a better covenant. The former priests, on the one hand, existed in greater numbers because they were prevented by death from continuing. But Jesus, on the other hand, because he continues forever, holds his priesthood permanently. Therefore, he is able also to save forever those who draw near to God through him, since he always lives to make intercession for them. For it was fitting for us to have such a high priest, holy, innocent, undefiled, separated from sinners, and exalted above the heavens, who does not need daily, like those high priests, to offer up sacrifices, first for his own sins, and then for the sins of the people, because this he did once for all when he offered up himself. For the law appoints men as high priests who are weak, but the word of the oath, which came after the law, appoints a son, made perfect forever." Uh, Hebrews 7 is a very big point in uh, this scripture really showing the validity of Jesus as our sacrifice. Uh, But all, I mean, just one aspect of it. But also knowing, you know, it touched on his genealogy too and comparing that with Melchizedek and comparing Melchizedek back to Jesus Christ. But The original order of priesthood, of course, came through Aaron. It was all through genealogy. The Levites were the tribe of Levi. And um, all of those things, they they needed them to be broken or to go away. And um, today, they're gone. They're they're gone, but it's not because uh, there's no more tribe of Levi, but it's no more do they have the responsibility because here's, here's what happened. You have the, the setup that God gave us for the um, priesthood was that the genealogy, the priest, high priest would come through Aaron and Aaron, of course, being through the family tribe of Levi. And the Levites don't have a a um, inheritance. They don't have a town. Well, they actually are given some towns to um, exist in, but they do not have a territory. They're given locations within other people's territory. They're responsible for maintaining the tabernacle, the synagogues, the temple. They're supposed to be handling the uh, church dealings. It's kind of the way that we would look at it today. They're they're handling all the ministry details. So 
they receive tithes, as it said. So when you take your 10%, which tithe means 10%. I've, I've heard people say, well, I gave of my time. I gave of my, you know, clothing. I get, no, 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 10%. Anything that you have gained, 10%. So it should be time, should be clothing, it should be money. It should be all of it. You can't kind of choose or you're kind of being a little bit nitpicky with what God said. Basically, uh, you're robbing him. So anyways, the Levites, the Levites would receive that tithe from the people. But then out of their tithe, or out of the money they received, they would take an additional 10% of what they received and also tithe it on. So they would send it on for other ministry details. Uh, so it's for them to live off of and also for them to be able to support the ministry. Now, Melchizedek was someone that came out of nowhere. Not many people believe that he was Jesus Christ incarnate, that um, the son came down and went um, just for a moment and uh, was in that moment Melchizedek, creating the order of Melchizedek. But Melchizedek had no parents, had no, no genealogy, had no beginning, just kind of out of nowhere, here comes Melchizedek, which we know, as it just read, king of peace, um, the son of God. I mean, all these things that you you see in similarities in what, of course, Jesus is also called. So Melchizedek comes in, and I believe it's really to just establish the whole point of God's the provider of all. Because Abraham did uh, help slaughter all those other kings and became extremely wealthy. He went, came from wealth, gave it all up to move to this other area. And in getting there, he ended up wiping out all these other kings, uh, really protecting other people. And then he got to keep in all the, he had the opportunity to, to keep all of uh, what was there. And he refused and kind of offered it back. But with what he did keep, he gave 10%, a 10th to Melchizedek, who came out of nowhere. He and his entourage just kind of appeared. They, he created, uh, Abraham had a Passover meal with him and then gave him a tenth, establishing, I believe, a tradition of the Zedekah giving at the Passover meal, which is a whole nother teaching. But, Melchizedek was here in the flesh and living. We need to have a representative without that order being there. We need to have a representative in person, in the flesh. When Jesus came, he established himself as the king. Well, I mean, he is the king, but he just made it known that he is the rightful son of God. And... When he died on the cross and he rose again, he became our high priest once and for all. We no longer need to have a mediator. That's really what that person was handling all the ministry. Ministry is done by him and he does it now through us. So we have the opportunity to participate in it, but he is the high priest. No one on earth needs to stand as the high priest anymore. 
because Jesus is still living, is sitting in the, at the right hand of the Father, sitting on the throne. He is our high priest once and for all as a sacrifice for all of our sins, but also as the person who is handling all of the ministry details. So, since this has been established, the sacrifice that Jesus made for us um, just needs to be accepted. Just needs to be uh, honored, but it just needs to be believed and recognized. Jesus was our sacrificial lamb. He was slain. His blood was put on the altar as a sacrifice to to uh, replace our sin, take the place of our consequences for our sin. And he also has risen again as the high priest. No need anymore for the Holy of Holies. The, there, there's no need to be a room that is separated away from us where ministry takes place. Now the ministry can take place within us, around us, through us. But it's still by the power of the Holy Spirit, and it is still through Jesus Christ. So we live our lives doing things for God through Jesus Christ by the power of the Holy Spirit. So, Father, thank you for that sacrifice. Thank you that you saw the need for us to have a, a high priest that could be there once and for all, that we wouldn't be relying on men who can fail and do fail, that you would send your son to die on the cross, but after living a perfect life with no failing. And, and Father, um, just trying to understand the depth and the richness of that sacrifice is, is, it's so hard to just wrap my mind around it because it's not just me. If the sacrifice were just for me, it's, it's an amazing gift in itself. But this sacrifice you gave for everyone, everyone who's ever lived before and everyone who's going to live in the future. That is so huge. And all we have to do is have the faith and believe. So Father, thank you for giving us a way to overcome our own failings and to be able to be seen as righteous within your law. Thank you for all this. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for joining us today, and I hope that uh, that blesses you, either as an individual or uh, with you and your other loved ones. Uh, maybe this is uh, something that you're utilizing to to spend with your family, uh, some time around God's Word, and uh, of course, that is great. I love that, and I'd love to hear how uh, the Daily Portion podcast is blessing you. If you would, just go to our website at walkingintruthministries.org. And um, go on there and just drop us a little note about uh, this podcast or one of our other podcasts or even just check out the events that we have available. Uh, but again, 
Thank you very much and look forward to seeing you again tomorrow as we dig into our daily portion with WIT Ministries. God bless. Thank you.